Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. And I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute. But our eternities are all wrapped up in it. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody across America. Border to border, coast to coast, as my friend Joe Madison says. And to those who now we find are global, who are listening online to this show, whether it's on the air, on podcast, you are catching this message, and I'm grateful that you are catching it. Well, I am grateful that you took time out of your schedule to listen. I think it's a great investment to always find positive, upbeat material to help you have greater success. I listen to positive material in my car, in my travel time, and I applaud you for taking time out of your schedule to get personal and professional development through this program. I take a moment, as you know, the beginning of every show to quote that I have only just a minute, which is called God's Minute. It was written by Dr. Benjamin Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor. He taught Martin Luther King many things, but he also shared that minute and how important it is to make the most of every minute, God's minute. And I also start every show by taking a moment to give God some glory, to give God some praise and thank him for life and strength and health. I'm grateful for the fact this show is the number one show on on this network and on podcasts for motivation. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for my speaking business, speaking for major corporations around the globe. I want to give a shout out to Guardian Life in Trinidad. I'm grateful for my books that have become bestsellers. And I'm grateful for all the other media opportunities and possibilities that we've been pursuing and have, becoming, have been coming to life. But most of all, I'm grateful for life, grateful for strength and health. And that's a blessing, and I give God glory for that. I'm grateful for friends and family. So I start every show giving God glory and being thankful and grateful for the blessings he has given me. And I know everybody doesn't believe like I believe, but that's okay. I just got to make sure I take care of home base because home base has been good too. Willie Jolly. Now, I want to thank all of you who have made my new book, An Attitude of Excellence, a book that's now in demand, and those who have also bought or talked about my book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, with my wife, Dee. 
that has now gone into second print. And so by the time you hear this, we'll be preparing for this book to be also available in digital format. Not quite yet, but soon. And finally, I am so excited about the podcast. And so many of you have been listening to shows on the podcast and sending me emails and sending me messages saying how profoundly impactful it has been for your business. And that's what I want to hear, that you are being impacted in a positive way with your business. So grateful. Well, as usual, I get great guests to come on this show to give you their input, their perspectives, their life stories, their challenges, and how they overcame those challenges and how you can overcome challenges as well using some of these strategies. My guest today started a business in 2006. She developed it and grew an online information marketing business that went from zero to over a million dollars in sales in less than 12 months. In 2010, she started and grew an online newspaper, a newsletter publishing company, and again, from zero to one million in online sales, quickly. In 2015, she did it again. From zero, she grew a weightless and weightless supplement company to 1.5 million in sales in 18 months. She makes things happen. Yet, she also had some challenges and setbacks during the process, which she's going to tell you how you don't let them stop you, how you let them propel you or help you propel to the next level. She's the author of multiple books, including Sexy Boss, How the Empowerment of Women Are Changing the Rule Book for Money, Success, and Sex and Power. And she's a host of a nationally syndicated radio show, the host of The Win, where she shares her stories of business success, loss on this entrepreneurial journey, and how you can find happiness in completely compelling and vulnerable ways that many folks really love. She talks about the winning edge, how you lose it all and gain it in the process of growing. Her name is Heather Ann Havenwood, and she is a smart business success savvy woman who is making it happening and making entrepreneurs know who she is. Heather, I have given you a thumbnail sketch of who you are. Why don't you tell me a little more, uh, a little more detail, where you came from, where you grew up and all that. So first of all, thank you, Willie, for having me. And it's always, I don't know about you, but whenever someone reads my bio, I always kind of go, who's that? <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> um, I you know, I don't know if you ever had that experience. Like, really? That, that sounds pretty cool. That's, you know. Um, well, thank you for having me. It's been, it's really an honor to be here, truly. And I mean that in all honesty, but thank you so much um, for even just letting me just be in this space with you. I just really honored. Well, you're making it happen. So I'm honored to have you. You're, you're a go getter, make it happen lady who has helped a lot of people and helping a lot of women. And that's one of the reasons why I was so intrigued about your book and your materials, because you really have a focus on helping women to become more entrepreneurial and a time where we see me too. And so many other programs where we are elevating and giving women due respect that is way overdue, 
Uh, I thought your program when your message was so profound. Well, well tell us a little more about Heather, Heather Ann uh, Havenwood <laughs> and where you came from. You're Southern. Yeah, I'm Southern. I'm born and raised Houston. So Heather Ann is my my mom for sure. She When she was mad at me, it was Heather Ann. You know, yeah, I'm born and raised Houston, Texas girl through and through. Uh, grew up debutante uh, mom and kind of grew up in, a, in a, an environment where um, – I was told, like, my, what I was to be doing for a living is basically just getting married and having kids. Nothing wrong with that at all whatsoever. Um, it's just I knew that wasn't for me, you know. There's only three things my mom wanted for me in life. Um, she said, I want you to always look good when you leave the house, marry a, a rich guy, and uh, have lots of babies. So, Willie, there's only one thing. My mom's like, well, you know, at least I got one thing right, right? I always, look, I always leave the house looking gorgeous, right? <laughs> Mom, you know, if you're, if you're listening, she's up in heaven. I'm like, I got thing, I got one thing right, Mom. I, I always look good when I leave the house. So right, right, the right. Two I can do. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I was just, really, I wasn't bred and born to be an entrepreneur, right? I wasn't bred for that. However, I really realized at a very young age, that's who I am. Yes. And I always kind of look at the analogy of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, who he is, is an athlete, right? If you walked up to him and said, if you're, he's an athlete. He's like who he is. He breathes it. That's who he is. It doesn't matter what game he's playing, basketball or baseball or golf or whatever he's up to nowadays. Who he is is, the, is being an athlete, and that's who I am. I'm just truly an entrepreneur, and I really want to help more women to discover that within themselves because I wasn't really encouraged to do that. In fact, I was opposite. My mom called me one day in, in Orlando around 2003, and she, in her southern voice, said, oh, my dear, I just heard that you are an entrepreneur. Oh, God. She was literally freaking out. And <laughs> um, and I, I love her to death. She just wants me to be successful and happy. But um, I definitely wasn't encouraged. Wow. Wow. So you weren't encouraged. You didn't come from entrepreneur stock. No, no. Well, my father was. Um, but I remember on that phone call, she said um, she actually had my uncle call me first. And my uncle called me, and he doesn't really call me much. I was like, what's wrong? Is everyone okay? Does someone die? And he's like, no, my your mother's concerned about you. I said, why? Well, she says that you're starting businesses or something. And I went, well, yes. And I said, aren't you an entrepreneur? Yeah, well, I'm a man. And wow, I go, really? Did he say that? Yeah, but he's a guy. Wow. Like, have to do with anything. So this is like in 2002, three when I'm just kind of – getting my feet wet, you know, and building. And so and it's nothing against that. That's just, a, you know, that's how they grew up, right? So I wasn't necessarily encouraged, but my mom then called me in her Southern way. She's like, honey, I just want to let you know, I found you a job as a secretary in Hope, Arkansas for $8 an hour. I was like, what? mother, what are you talking I'm like literally living in Orlando. I'm flipping houses. I'm, you know, being very successful. And I know she's coming from a loving heart. But my point is, and the reason I share that story, is that I didn't really come from an environment where people are like, go get it. You got this. You know, I came from an environment where it was like they were freaking out for me, right? Wow. And I, so I want people to know that it doesn't um, – I think when you find your calling of who you are – You've got to tap into that. And the people that are closest to you aren't always part of your fan club. And a friend of mine, a mentor of mine, Richard Flint, said to me, never keep anyone in your life that's not part of your fan club. And sometimes that's family. Some I mean, you kill them off, but sometimes you just don't share everything. Right? Oh, let's go sometimes back. I like that. Never keep someone in your life who is not part of your fan club. Wow, that's a great way to say it. 
and a great analogy that you want people in your life who are cheering you on, who are the cheerleaders in your life, who are encouraging you, who are inspiring you, who are telling you, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, I believe you can do that. That's who you need in your life. Or those who will say, look, let's figure out a way for you to do it in a better manner uh, or give you some strategies to do it, but not someone who's not discouraging you. Is that correct? Absolutely. I mean, now looking back, you know, um, people I have in my life now are either encouraging me or they're what I call moving me to the next level. They're going, hey, step it up, right? Right. One of the two. But I think back then I was young and I didn't understand that. And I love the analogy when Richard said that to me, never keep anyone in my life that's not part of my fan club. And I love this analogy. I'll share it with you because I'm very visual, Willie. Yes. But he gave me this analogy. He's like, imagine you're in New Orleans and you're going down Bourbon Street, right? It's a fun place. Right. Everyone in your life is there, and they're only in one or two places. They're either on those balconies, from the balconies, and, you know, I love that. They're screaming you on, and they're cheering you on, going, go, go, Willie, you got this, you know? Right. Or they're in the gutter, and they're pulling at your heels. Hmm. Wow. And he said, I just want you to start, just imagine yourself walking down this, Street, Bourbon Street, and everyone's there, and allow them in your mind to be what I call placed there. Like, you don't place them there. They will place themselves there energetically. And when I did that, you know, some of the closest people in my life, family, were, they were in the gutter pulling me down. Wow. And wow. Relationships and make decisions that are hard. All right. Now, we want to get to, I got to get to this so they can hear about how you went away for a conference, came back, and you, you built this big business, and your partner had stolen all the money, cleaned out the bank accounts. Uh, we got so many stories that you have to hear, folks. We're going to take a quick break. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. My guest is Heather Ann Havenwood, and we're going to be right back, and we got more to come. And for sure, your best is yet to come. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. 
This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. Dr. Willie Jolly, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm excited about another opportunity to be on with you. Oh, my goodness, this is a great day to be alive. This is a great day for a great day. And my guest is Heather Ann Havenwood, who has built multiple million-dollar companies and has had massive success, but also had some tremendous just disappointments, setbacks, failures, and yet she did not let that stop her. From her success. Well, you're telling the story. You grew up in the South, and your family was uh, not always encouraging of you and your entrepreneurial vision and entrepreneurial journey. But nevertheless, you set out and you went to Florida. You started a business. Uh, tell us about your first business. Absolutely. So, yeah, I was in um, Orlando, Florida, and I started in 2001 traveling the country doing um, seminars on real estate investing. You know, ah. Commercials were like, you know, come to our seminar at one o'clock tomorrow and those kinds of things. So I was there. I was showing, I was there at those events and we did um, six events a week in different cities. I lived out of a suitcase. Wow. And I did that many, many years. I did that almost seven years. And then, um, so I learned the art and science of the seminar business, um, how to structure that, how to sell information, marketing products, which is what, you know, how to buy and sell houses is. I also started a real estate company, of course, myself. And then I had, a, I was approached by a gentleman who, he said to me, look, I, I'm really good at the thing called buying and selling houses. I've done this for a long time, very successful, but I don't know how to do it in the seminar world. How do I teach that? How do I create a business. There's two businesses there. You know, there's the real estate side and there's actually the, we call the information market, the seminar side. Right? right. And so I said, okay, well, I know how to do that one. Let's team up. And we did very well. So within one, one year, zero to a million dollars in one year, because what I'm good at is branding and structuring that. And so everything was going great, you know, life was good and all that until one day <laughs> I went off to a, a, a marketing seminar um, in Atlanta, and I was driving back, and I got to my home, which is where the office was. Um, I got back to the office on Monday morning around 8 o'clock, and everything was gone. Everything? Everything, everything was gone. Wow. Partner was gone. I had a, um, a full-time um, employee was gone. Bank accounts were emptied. Merchant accounts were rerouted. Like, sites are done. I had zero access to everything. And this was right at the edge of 2005-6, right when the market was starting to turn in wow. real estate in Florida. So my house went into foreclosure, got triggered. I was lost my house and um, was in bankruptcy, wiped everything out all 2006 and seven. So I was living in my car by the 2007. You went it from was, living yeah. in a very prestigious area, yeah. big home, yeah. Million dollar business to living in your car. Yeah. Wow. It was devastating on a m multiple levels, and I don't want you know. I'm, I'm not trying to do the whole woman thing, but I, I do want to. There's a society to the, there's a weird society thing to that because 
I didn't have a husband to say, honey, things aren't going well. I need you to continue to work with me to figure this out. Right. Or I didn't have a dad that I could go, hey, can I hang out with your basement? You know, or I, I didn't have that privilege. I didn't have that. It was just me. Wow. And my dog. You know, wow. my car before. So I had that, right? Right. And I had to really look at, do I want to be an entrepreneur? This is crazy. And at the same time, this was right at the turn, like I said, 06 or 07 in Florida, if you remember that time. Yeah. I couldn't even get a job at Starbucks, right? I was like, I'll go get a job. And I would have Uber. I would have started Uber the next day, right? Or if there was such a thing back then. <laughs> yeah, I would have, like, done whatever I had to do. But there was nothing, and the job was just dried up. And Right, we and remember going happened. through the 2008, for those who... Uh, old enough to remember. Some people might be new who are young who are listening to this. 2008, there was a major recession. Uh, there was a, a, a uh, real estate crash. There was a uh, uh, stock market crash. There was a lot of going down of, of businesses, and the real estate was at a high, all-time high, and people were flipping, and, and a lot of folks, when that went bad, it went real bad. So you yep. got caught into a, a, what we call a perfect storm. Your, your, your business partner leaves. You, he takes the money. He takes the business and the access to the codes and the bank accounts and the websites, your staff, and a recession hits at the same time. Yeah, and like all at the same time, right? Wow. Okay, so what does what does a young lady from the South, what do you do to, to recover from that? I mean, what is oh, it? Oh, a lot of crying, I'm sure. But um, I had some good friends that I stayed on their couches and futons and some extra bedrooms, which was nice and I honor and appreciate you. You find out who your friends are, Willie. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's right. You find out who your real friends are in, in tough times. Yeah, you find out, like, who your real friends are. Um, so I uh, was living in Marco Island at the time in a friend's house, and I, the only bill I had was my cell phone that I paid cash. I didn't have enough money for a bank account. Like, I, you know, like, you find out little things like, oh, I didn't know you could pay cash with your cell phone bill, you know, and I had to figure stuff out. So, you know, here's what happened. I'm sitting in Marco Island, and it's a gorgeous island, um, luckily, and I, I said to myself, the only thing I promised myself every day is I go to the beach and see the sunset. Wow. That was my guarantee to myself. Like, if I can do that, you know, I got to I got to do that. And I would just thank God. And I would just sit there and watch the gorgeousness of, of that. And just would thank God. I remember one day there was a huge epiphany because I was really questioning who I am as a person, as a woman, as a, as in, as just a person, like, who am I? It was a very dark time. And I'll never forget. Um, I'm sitting there on the, on the beach and I, I look out and I just really got clear that who I am as an entrepreneur, like at a really core level, here I am sitting on the beach broke but who I am as an entrepreneur. And if I really look at what that means, what that means is an entrepreneur creates. They sometimes create and fail, create and succeed. They just create. They're oh, let's say that again. An entrepreneur creates. Yeah. That, I like that. I, I like that. It's because people have this view that entrepreneur means their success. No, no, no. An entrepreneur creates. Look at an athlete. How many times does an athlete fail? How many times does someone throw a ball and it doesn't, doesn't go anywhere? How many times, Right. The athlete is playing the game of the game, and an entrepreneur is in the creation. It is being so. It doesn't. What happens is I got really good with understanding failure. Mm. Just because I failed, or I could look at it as a failure. Really, I didn't fail. The business is still successful to this day in 2019. However, I succeeded because I created. 
Right, right. I, I like to say, I yeah. Not, me permission to go create again, Willie. And I like that. that. I like that because what I say to entrepreneurs, entrepreneur is someone who de- de- determines and designs, and you say create their destiny. So they see their destiny, and rather than waiting for it to happen, they determine, design their destiny, and they create their revenues from their thinking, and they create possibilities out of their mind. You know, I was at a seminar just this week, and I was talking to folks, and I was saying, here's the thing about success. It always starts in your mind. First is the inner, then the outer. First is the thought, then the thing. And so... If you can get the thought and then take action to create the thing and manifest it, you can start to have greater success. So that's what you did. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I, I gave myself permission. It kind of sounds weird, but you get this, Willie. I gave myself permission to fail. Wow. When you give yourself permission to fail, people, you give yourself permission to succeed. Oh, There's come on. Say that one more time. Oh, I like that. <laughs> say it one more time. When you give yourself permission to fail, it's in that moment you give yourself permission to succeed. Mm. Wow. Right? You can't succeed without understanding failure. Again, go back to an athlete, right? They fail and fail and fail and fail and fail, right? Uh-huh. And then they succeed. And then we look at all their successes. I'm like, they don't see the thousand failures. Wow. Right, that's I right. I have a lot of failures. I mean, you were very gracious and shared a lot of my successes. I have a ton of failures. And you know what? Every great entrepreneur does. Every great entrepreneur has multiple failures, but they don't, they don't see them as failures. They see them as learning lessons, as, yeah. as, as stepping stones to, to get to their goals. So I, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. It's a license. Someone said to me once, Heather, they made me write on a piece of paper, and so I'm going to give people this exercise because it was very powerful for me that day. He goes, I want you to take this pen, get a piece of paper, and write this out. I, Heather Havenwood, give myself full permission to fail. Wow. And I was a little shaking. I'm like, why would I do that? He's like, because in that moment, you just gave yourself permission to succeed. You have to own both sides. It's like the light and the dark. How can you believe in the light and God if you don't believe in there's a darkness? Right. That's right. right. And now you're sharing this with women, particularly women, because that's what I love about your message. It's for everybody, but you are empowering women. Many of them, as you said, might not have a husband, might not have a dad, might not have a, 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 a sugar daddy to support them or whatever, and that yet they have made up their minds that they don't need that. They got, they've got themselves, and they've given themselves permission to be a winner amongst themselves. Yeah. And I love it's, it's, that. Thank you for that. And it's, it's, I'm, you know, it's, it's bliss and it's a labor of love. It's not perfect, but I just feel like every day when I wake up, as long as I'm creating and I'm consistently moving forward, I'm a success. I get to say if I failed or not. I get to say if I succeeded or not. I'm the one who gets to say. But the reason why it's so important, I think, with women specifically with the failure is that we are kind of taught from a very, very young age, right, to be perfect, to raise our hand for permission. We're taught that extremely young, and we are, um, we are given what I call kudos to be a good little girl, right, and walk inside the lines. And when you're an entrepreneur, you have to break that. And wow. And so I walk outside the lines. And men are men, little boys are given a little more permission and freedom right. to go be messy and to go break things, you know. Oh, they're just being boys, you know. So for women, I think they need a little bit more encouragement to be like, hey, it's okay. It's okay to go cross the lines. It's okay to fail. It's okay to have that 
experience because in that moment, you also gave yourself permission to succeed next time. Wow. You know, this is, 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 is powerful to me because you, you're speaking to so many women who maybe have felt that they couldn't. I, I just saw uh, a movie uh, mm-hmm. about, uh, what was it? I saw the movie The Wife. The Wife uh, is mm-hmm. up for a mm-hmm. number of Academy Awards. And how the wife really was, oh, I can't give the, the punchlines because somebody might not have seen it. But the wife was told by a college person when she was in college mm-hmm. that women couldn't write. And she bought into that and never pursued her greatness with full gusto. Look, we're going to take a quick break for station identification. We'll be right back because we've got Heather and Havenwood, who has built multiple million-dollar companies and now is empowering women across America to stand up and be all they can be. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back, Dr. Willie Jolly. Hope you're enjoying today's show. If you're just tuning in, you got one that's a, a, this is a barn burner. And particularly if you are an entrepreneur and if you are a female, a woman entrepreneur, this is a show that you want to make sure you sit and listen to because Heather Havenwood has shared already some things that are profoundly impactful as well as the fact that She is giving you encouragement when things don't go well, when you do fail, when you have setbacks. She is telling you how to get past them and the process. Now, uh, you've been doing this all over the country now. You've got a program. Now, tell us what you're doing now. What kind of businesses are you helping people to grow now? And what are you doing? You're coaching and you're teaching and you're you're speaking. And uh, tell us all about what you're doing now. So I'm trying to be like you, Willie. I'm just trying to be. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Um, yeah, you are definitely a mentor of mine and someone I, I look up to. So um, thank you for what you do. But honestly, I, I have a book out, Sexy Boss. I have a couple other books out, but that's kind of my trademark book because I'll that's share the little Sexy story. Boss. Now, I love yeah. that. Sexy Boss. Looking good, beautiful, but tough as nails. Am I right about it? Absolutely. Yeah, I I wrote the book, Sexy Boss, mainly from a friend of mine. Um, He's like, you need to share your story. So I need need to say this part. So back back in 2006, when I was kind of what I call coming to a Jesus moment, where I was realizing this thing was happening called a foreclosure and bankruptcy, it took me a while to, I was definitely avoiding (laughs) the conversation. And I finally kind of got to this, okay, this is happening to me. Um, and I had a, a dear friend of mine who in California, he's a, a mentor and coach. And he said, one day, Heather, you're going to share your story. 
And my response to him was, you know, I'm not going to say it online because it, it was bad, but it was pretty much like a hell no. Right, right. Because <laughs> I was so embarrassed. You know, I was embarrassed by that failure. Yeah. I felt like I was a failure. And so here I am in 2013, and a dear friend of mine, Joe Sugarman, who's the CEO of Blue Blocker, said to me across the table from having the salad in Vegas, visiting him, he goes, you're kind of like a sexy boss. And I was like, what does that mean? He goes, well, you're sexy because you own who you are as a woman, and you're a boss because you're the boss of your life. Wow. He's like, you should write a book and tell your story. And Say that again. Goes, Say that again. <laughs> he said, I, he's like, you're like a sexy boss. You own who you are as a feminine woman, but then you're a boss because you own all areas of your life. Wow. Wow. So that's what, to me, Sexy Boss is. And Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, Chapter 12, I believe, is called Sex Transmutation. And that particular chapter is about that. And men, we call that charismatic. Right. Like he walks into a room, and it's like, bam. And the women, we there's a, sometimes a negative connotation, but there's women out there like Beyonce and Jennifer Lopez. They are powerful, sexy bosses. They own their femininity. They own who they are as women, and they're powerful and loving business women and also mothers and, and wives. And they own all areas of their life, and that's the sexy boss part. That's who they are. Wow. That's what I want other women to be able to say. I can own all areas of my life. I love that. I love that. See, that's why I wanted people to hear your story. When we spoke on the phone, I was so impressed that she told me the story, how she was living out of her car, how she had gone bankrupt, how she lost everything after having, I mean, millions of dollars coming in and lost everything and made a decision that she was going to not let that break her spirit and break her willingness to keep fighting and now she has a syndicated radio program she is well demand for her messaging and i am excited about the fact that you're showing it's possible it's possible and so thinking about that when you go to speak for groups whether it's a women's group or uh, or a entrepreneur's group what are some of the tips you give them on growing their business growing their success so going in more tactical, right, more tactical versus mindset, I go into things like your message to market and their media. So there's three elements of business, your message, your market, and your media. Okay. So this is media. This is a radio, is a media, podcast is a media, Facebook advertising is a media. But making sure your message to market is clean. So I go right, I go right into the details of message to marketing. That's kind of my elixir. And I work with them on their brand. How do you get your brand out there? You're, you're a master at it, but there's a lot of people that – they don't know how to get their messaging right. Like, how do I get my message out there, Heather, in such a way that it lands and people are attracted to me? How do I do that right. in a succinct way? Right. You know, and so that's where I kind of come in and I coach people in that process. And right now what I'm really focusing on is helping people create their own podcast, create their own shows, um, create their own message to market their own platforms, as well as helping them with PR and getting out there with their message. Now, before we go too far, how can uh, some people might be uh, listening in their car uh, on, on their way to work, and they say, "You know, I want to know. More. I want to know this lady. I want to know more about her." Where do they reach Heather Ann Havenwood? Thank you. So it's heatherhavenwood.com. Heather H E T H E R Haven H E V E N Wood. Dot com. Um, so you can find me there. There's a there's a form. There's a little button that pops up when you get to the website. 
and it's connected to Facebook, which is my chat bot, and I actually answer those personally. So feel free to to reach out to me via my Facebook Messenger chatbot. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Heather Havenwood.com, folks. And um, where can they get your books? They get them there? Can they get them anywhere else? Yeah, they can go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Amazon. And okay. take them right to Amazon. It'll take me to your, my page. It has all my books right there. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Now let's finish telling people. So what do you tell people? One of the things you tell them is uh, message, market, and media. What else do you tell them they have, to, they have to do to become a success in business? So one of the things that I wanted to share this with you is a moment um, when I was living in Marco Island again and literally had nothing. And I had a friend of mine who lived on the East Coast of Florida called me and said, hey, I, why don't you come to dinner? I think I should can help you and talk to you. And I said, honestly, I can probably get there, but I don't have enough gas money to get back. <laughs> He's like, I'll take you to dinner wow. and I'll give you gas money to get back. And I was like, okay, I'll come, right? And luckily it was a great steak and I had a great time, but he gave me the one of the most powerful lessons that I still use today, Willie. And this is what I teach all the time, but I got to give him kudos. It was my friend Richard Flint. Okay. He said, Heather, I want you to start asking yourself this question before you do anything in life. Does this feed my confusion or strengthen my clarity? Mm. Does, wow. this my, does this feed my confusion or strengthen my clarity? And it goes back to an analogy of a train, right? A train is on one track, and it, the only way it gets to full momentum, 100 miles an hour or more, is if it's clear. And we are not clear, we are spinning. And when we're spinning, we can never get to momentum. Wow. So when we get clear, you've got to get on that track and allow yourself to go to 5 miles an hour, 10 miles an hour, 30 miles. It takes a lot for a train to get forward. It takes a lot for a business to get to momentum. It takes a lot. And so I want to remind people that when you get clear, that's power. Now tell me, maybe that, maybe, and that, let me give you the next step to that. Well, uh, someone says, okay, I like that. I like that. When I get clear, how do I get clear? I got so much stuff going on. I got family and I got work and I got this idea and I got that. How do I get clarity? What do you recommend? Great question. Um, I, I go through this myself and it's a, sim- it's a simple thing, but when you're thinking about that thing or that idea, Really just close your eyes and ask yourself and just go in for a second. Go, does this feed my confusion or strengthen my clarity? Mm. And you would be surprised how God, universe, will just say to you, I'm a lot of drama in your life there, girl or boy, you know, versus it feels good. And another way to think of it is you'll feel light or heavy. So light is clear. Heavy is confusion and drama. So the more we get clear and the more success that we have, the the easier it is to have momentum and power. Wow. Wow. So how did you go from broke, busted, in your car, couch surfing, to becoming an to, to becoming who you are today? I mean, what was the process? Because you're, you're, you're a very successful businesswoman now. Radio show, books, seminars, coaching. What did you do? Honestly, it was that question. I, I don't want to sound trite, but it's just true. I started to really ask myself the question, does this be my confusion or strength in my clarity on everything? And that means everything. That means what's in my, what's in my fridge, you know, down to does that piece of chocolate, is that going to 
cause confusion or strengthen your clarity of life. Mm. So right? you and use that as your bellwether for everything. Your saw. Let me go through this. This is a this is a formula that's working for me, and I'm gonna keep doing it. Is this strengthening my clarity, or is mm-hmm. or is this uh, feeding my confusion? And yeah. I, I I talked to someone just the other day, and mm-hmm. I told them uh, a gentleman called me. He had read my books and he had seen me on TV and. He said, I got this project uh, that you would be great for. And, and he, he sent me all sorts of notes and calls and calls and calls and notes and emails and calls. So I finally was in, the, in my office and I, I responded to one of his emails. And he said, can I call you right now? And he was telling me his pitch and it was, you know, what he would want me to do. And I said, you know what? There's an old saying, my friend, that I must share here. He who chases two rabbits ends up eating neither. And so I, I know what my path is. I'm doing my path. It's a lot on my plate right now. For me, to, you can make money over there, yes. But I would be also feeding a distraction. And once I feed that distraction, then I, I'm lost clarity of what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. I'm staying on track, and I'm staying right here. I appreciate it, but I've got to stay on the path that I know would give me not only income, but also fulfillment. And that's what I think you've talked about today is, is getting clarity in your fulfillment of who you are, what you're supposed to do, and then go at it. Am I right about it? Yeah. You're, yes. I mean, that's 100%. And I remember when I, my friend Richard said this to me at that dinner, I looked at him and I said, I don't even have anything going on <laughs> to even ask that question. He goes, and he said, start with the smallest things. Start, start small and go say. big. A, a yeah. scripture says, don't curse the day of small beginnings. That's how scripture says it. Mm, and so uh, don't curse the day of small beginnings. And I've had more people who I've talked to over the years who I've said, just start where you are. Start with what's in your hand. Uh, you know, with, 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 there's so many times I've heard people say, use what's in your hand. And, and, uh, and, and again, scripture, we talk about Moses was at the Red Sea, and, and he said, what do I do? I got this Red Sea in front of me. The Egyptians are behind me. I got these people waiting on me. And, and God said, use what's in your hand. He said, all I got in my hand is this, this rod. He said, use it. Throw it down. And, 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 and it, it became a, a rod of power. So use what's in your hand if you got a little house. Maybe start having seminars in your house. You got a car, what Heather just said. Use that to do Uber until you can build your business. Do what you've got with what you've got to work with and then go from there. I love what you're talking about and the fact that you're not just someone who talked about it, who read about it, but who yeah. doing it and being about it, who making it happen because you've done it. You've been in your car. You know, I think of Steve Harvey. I, 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 I was on uh, the radio with him uh, a number of years in in D.C. before him, and he started in his car. He started in his car. Now you see him everywhere on TV, everywhere, um, books and movies, because he used what he had. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. we got one more segment with Heather, and she's going to give you some tips to help you to grow your success right now and make this the best year ever. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for sure. The best is yet to come. Life had enough ups and downs. But Lord, since I've met you, since I met all this changed in the blink of an eye. Now all my heart wants to 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you. Grow your mindset. Grow your future. Grow your finances. Go to WJSpeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire. WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. Jolly and my special guest, Heather Ann Havenwood. Before we go any further, people got to know how to reach you, how to get in touch with you, how to sign up for your newsletters, how to be bring you in to speak for them. Tell them where they can reach you. My, uh, yeah, my name is Heather Havenwood, and you can find me at heatherhavenwood.com, and that's heatherhavenwood.com. And, 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 and the radio show. Please tell them about the radio yes. show, which I'm a guest on as well. Uh, yes. uh, but yes. you, you've got a dynamite radio show that's just powerful. Where can people hear it? Yeah, thank you for that. They can hear it in tons of places, but the easiest place, of course, is iTunes. You can go to iTunes to type my name in, Heather Havenwood, uh, Like a Boss. I just recently changed it to Like a Boss. Uh, really focusing on insights with influencers, entrepreneurs, and really awesome people like you, Willie. Thank you. So um, it's called Like a Boss with Heather Havenwood. 
Wow. Wow. It's on terrestrial as well as online yeah. and well as podcast. She is making it happen and she's building it. She's building it as we see. This is like you see this house that's coming up out of the ground that's being built brick by brick and there's no fluff or stuff. It's really a great house because she's building it with her hands brick by brick. Okay. So I always like to ask my guests if you were going to a college business class and mm-hmm. these young budding interested entrepreneurs want to be successful like you're successful yeah. what are some of the tips you would say hey here are the things you got to do to be a success in america give us a couple of them so i would have two big ones all right okay so the first one i would do is entrepreneurship is not for everyone Woo! come on yeah, it's really not. And I, I have people all the time come to me and go, oh, I really want to be an entrepreneur. And they've maybe been in corporate America for 20 years. And that's fine. Okay, there's nothing there's – nothing, there's, people think it, there's like what I call a sexiness to entrepreneurship. The reality is is that it's challenging. Right. It's extremely challenging. Right? You have to be responsible for everything and everyone all the time. That's challenging. I, do, I honestly say it's not for the weak of heart. And I honestly would say that it's not for everybody. Right. And that would, that would be kind of deterrent, but it's true. Right? Okay. So that's the first thing. Yes. The second thing is, um, I, as again, someone told me this once, never stay where your, your presence is not valued. Mm. Mm. Um, that's a really powerful one for men and women, but we recognize that sometimes as entrepreneurs, we try to push our way into something. We try to force something to happen, or we go into crowds where our presence is not valued. We try to force people to, quote, unquote, like us or force our products and services. It's best to always come from places value. And sometimes our presence or our products and services are not valued. And if they're not valued, just move on. Move next. Right. Next, next. Next, next, and next. challenge for entrepreneurs specifically because they take it personal. When someone says no to their products or service or like you and I – speaking and whatnot, people take it like they're saying they're rejecting ourselves, us, you know? And so that's one thing you have to let go of instead to say, is my value, is my presence valuable here? If it's not, that's okay. It's okay. You can move on. You're still valuable. We had a show some years ago. I had guests on who, who said, go for no. And the name of their whole program was go for no. Find out how many no's you can get to get to the yes. Because if you can get that kind of uh, force field in your mind that no is not personal, it's just not a personal declaration of, of, of how people don't like you, it's just they don't, they're not feeling what you got. So get through the no's quick because statistics show it takes 17 no's to get a yes. So if you can get through the no's quick, you get to your yes faster. And so what we want to encourage people is, one, that entrepreneurism, you got to have a, a, a real stomach for entrepreneurism. And it's almost like investing. Some people are investors, and they are heavy-duty, high-risk investors. they got a stomach for it. They can handle it. While other people, you know, they, they might want to buy a bond because they're not – their stomach, they can't sleep at night. And so – when, when I started as an entrepreneur, I, I've been doing it for so many years, but when my wife became an entrepreneur, she came clicking and screaming because her parents had been entrepreneurs and she'd seen how hard they worked. And she just wanted to get a good government job and stay there. But 
I said, look, I need you. You help run a, a, a whole congressional office. You could help run my team. And so she said, ah, I don't know. And it took her a while. But I, here's what I did. To help her become an entrepreneur, I started feeding her motivational, inspirational materials. I would say, mm. hey, I heard, I read this book. It's called Think and Grow Rich. I like your opinion. Have you, would you just tell me what you think about it? Or The Strangest Secret. Listen to this audio. And I, I want your opinion. Rather than say, you need this, I'd say, I want your opinion. I'd stroke her ego. And she would read it. By the way, anybody who wants a copy of the book, Think and Grow Rich, you can go to willyjolly.com slash gift. If you haven't read it, go there. You can get a digital version. And I uh, want to bless people. I was one of the 53 thought leaders that was on the Napoleon Hill Foundation uh, program oh. some years ago. And oh. so I get to give that to my friends as a gift and all your friends of Heather who might be listening. Yeah. And go to willyjolly.com slash gift and get my gift of that. But anyway, uh, I started changing my, mind, my wife's mind by feeding her. Your inputs determine your outputs. And once she started changing, uh, she became more entrepreneurial. Now she runs everything. She's an entrepreneur's entrepreneur. So she had to grow into it. And she had yeah. to get to develop the, 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 the stomach for it. And also, I want to encourage you, what Heather also said to people is this. You've got to make sure you've got people in your network who are thinking about big things, big ideas. Get in your network of positive thinking people, people who are going places, doing things, excited about life, excited about their future. And I, I am always impressed with women who get mastermind groups. Uh, my, my wife has a group of women who, are, who get together. They don't coffee clash. They're not talking about who, what somebody's wearing. They're talking about business. They're talking about dollars. They're talking about investments. And so that's what you want to get around people who are doing that. And it's so powerful when people like Heather are leading the charge, holding the flag, taking the mountain, saying, charge, let's go and take the mountain. I'm just impressed with you. I'm inspired by you. And when I uh, looked at your materials that I, I came across, I said, this lady is on fire. I mean, fire. You're on fire. Thank you. What keeps Thank you fired you. up? What keeps you fired up? <laughs> I'm, what gets me fired up? Is that what you said? Well, I said, what keeps you fired up? Well, you know, what keeps me fired up, honestly, is uh, so I call it the labor of love, which is think and grow rich concept of the labor of love. What is labor of love? It, this is Someone asked me uh, last week, they said, what would you do if you made $200 million in the lottery or something? And I thought about would I go to Bora Bora and ha hang out, me for a week. But honestly, this is what I would do. Like I, this is who I am. This is what I do. This fires me. The fact that I get to do what I want in this world and create every single day and, and talk to people like you and just create and help people. Honestly, that's what fires me up. Wow. If I made $200 million right now, I, I'm sure I would go to Bora Bora or something like that for a week or two. But honestly, I would be right back here helping people and supporting people. And, and um, because I think, honestly, that time when I was completely broke, it changed me. It changed who I am on a core level and why I do what I do. It's, it, it, I breathe it. You know, just like uh, Michael Michael Jordan and, and whatnot, they he doesn't have to play anything anymore. He could just hang out, but he still plays, and he because who he is is an athlete, right? You know, yeah. he's not doing professionally more, but he does other things. And so, I think honestly, part of the process of learning and um, being inspiring yourself and and keeping that fire alive is finding something that just is a labor of love. And I say that because not everything is blissful, you right. know, in this business. It's not 
everything's not happy, perfect, but it's a labor. It's like a relationship. It's a labor of love. Yes. And that's... Um, I think that's, that's a great question, and I've used that question. If you won the lottery today and got $100 million, what will you do tomorrow morning? Most people say, I, I, I'm not going back to my job. I hate my job. Or I quit. But if they ask me that same question, I do exactly what I'm doing today. I just right. do it at yeah. another level. I just do it at another right. level. Right, I would do it at another level. Like yep. I would, yeah, I would do it at a whole other level. But I, I maybe take off a week or two for board Yeah, board, yeah I'll take really- off a couple of weeks and go to have somebody drop grapes in my mouth and while I sit on a beach. Right. But after a couple of weeks, I'm ready to get back at it because I love what I do. Well, Heather Ann Havenwood, you have been fantastic. One more time where people can reach you. Thank you so much, Willie. I appreciate your time. and Thank you to everyone. Uh, my website is heatherhavenwood.com. That's heatherhavenwood.com. And thank you so much, Willie. My pleasure. Folks, this has been a great one. I love this energy. Women, I want you to share this podcast, this show, with everybody in your network. Tell them that there's a young lady who's on fire helping women to be empowered, the sexy boss movement. And then I want to encourage everybody to go to uh, get the gift at williejolly.com slash gift. Get, we'll get, go get it. I mean, williejolly.com slash gift. Go get my new book, An Attitude of Excellence. Get a free chapter at attitudeofexcellence.com, attitudeofexcellence.com, and get a copy for everybody in your organization. Great people give great service. Good people give good service. Mediocre people only can give mediocre service, and negative people will kill your organization and your future. If that's you, then it'll kill your own future. So change your thinking, change your life by changing your inputs. Get that book, An Attitude of Excellence. It's at Amazon, bookstores, online, wherever you want it. If you want an autographed copy, just reach my office. And finally, I want you to make a commitment to get a copy of my marriage book, Uh, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. Go to jollymarriage.com. Get the free chapter. Jollymarriage.com. Get the free chapter. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. Have a great day, great week, great month on purpose. God bless you. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling like life don't is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.